Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Thanks to Mack Weldon for supporting FilmSack. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and use the promo code FilmSack at checkout. Technically speaking, I'm an alien. And from the perspective of immigration, an illegal one. My parents met at the university in St. Petersburg, where he taught astrophysics and she taught applied mathematics. My mother fell in love with him when she found him almost frozen to death in the bank of the Neva, staring at the stars. Up is hard, down is easy. Thank you. This is Film Sack. <laughs> Sure. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 442. My name is Scott Johnson. Oh, hi. Welcome to November, everybody. Uh, It's good to be here. Uh, Let's get started. Uh, Joining me today, Brian Stalin's Balls Dunaway. Oh, Stalin's Balls are freezing. Oh, hi. Hi. And, oh, yeah, it's true. The great splicer spliced me with bad movies so I can enjoy and find joy in the crappiest of movies. Films where people with more sense might toss their popcorn and leave. I know. I know time is the most precious commodity in the universe. But here I am every week sucking on rotten tomatoes for hours at a time, proclaiming them to be the best the universe has to offer. Maybe it's in my genes. Take this movie that we did this week. It has flying, jet-booted, test-tube, dog-man from space, skyjacking, spindly, occasionally visible, always naked, Roswell Grays from the skies over Chicago for close to 10 minutes straight. Well, you may think, nah, I'd rather be cleaning the toilet. Well, I thought, whoa, who's got time to clean the toilet? Pass me the popcorn, but wash those hands first. Also, who in their right mind would even would ever, ever splice an elephant to make a starship pilot? He would be trumpeting all over the place. I, I don't need that kind of drama on my bridge or in the non-existent starship toilet room. <laughs> Congratulations and my deepest condolences on your bowel movement, Mr. Elephant Man. What a weird movie. I, it's a weird uh, freaking movie. <laughs> so weird. All right. I'm so excited to get into it. Next up, we have Randy Ned Stark lives in a bee house, Jordan. 
Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian, Randy. <clears throat> yeah, me and the boys are all done with the provisionary work y'all hired us to do, and I just want to go over this here final billing because there's some extra charges we had to levy on this project, and I want you boys to feel like you got your money's worth. All right, so this here is the unexpected cost of finding the largest pair of size small elf ears in existence for Mr. Tatum. Uh, that was whew, truly something, making them <laughs> staying stay on Mr. Tatum's huge head. Uh, this right here is a very extra, very small charge. Uh, that's for the time we spent bringing in a master screenwriter to improve your script. As you know, they usually charge about $500 per hour, but we were only able to keep them on the job for 12 minutes before they claimed they just had jury duty and ran out of here. Uh, and this third thing, this last thing, this addendum is for apiculture. It's a weird one, but I think y'all should have just left out the bees. I mean, you, you get straight facts from bees. There, there ain't never once been a lion bee. They're like fuzzy little swarms of truth serum. Bees don't lie. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but like people Shakira. splice. Yeah, uh, people splice with bees lie. That's true. So, you know. Yeah, I want more bee splicers. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. People that sting you and do the whatnot. Uh, <laughs> all right, hold on. I was going to play a clip because it was classic. Here it is. Bees! Millions of bees! Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Old school. With us finally, Brian, all our floors are made of glass, Ibit. Oh, and they are such a bitch to clean. Yep. Uh, Lord Abrasax, Abrasax, uh, Abra, Abra, Kadabrasax, uh, I've got the latest information about our human nectar harvest from the planet Earth. Uh, but there's some information here that I think you're going to be very interested in. Hmm? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, quit mumbling. Sir, it's really hard for me to understand you. Anyway, firstly, there's a batch from the northeast part of the United States. The problem is that it's really hard and bitter. Uh, I'd say you can go ahead and just send that batch to your sister and let her bathe in it. Next up, we've got some batches that I think you're going to love for their little extra something something. Uh, those seem to be coming from the following areas. Colorado, Washington, Alaska, California, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, Oregon, and Vermont, and soon to be Florida. And speaking of California, I'm afraid I need to tell you about a recall. We're recalling all nectar from Southern California, particularly from the Beverly Hills area. I'm afraid we've been finding bits of plastic. Wow. Ah! That's pretty good. Look at look at you being all ripped thing. from the headlines. Yeah, right? <laughs> today's headlines. Yeah, well done. Also, ag, uh, ag, Agra Cadabra Sax is an amazing Ab thing to say. Agra Cadabra yeah. Sax. Well done on that. Uh, all right. Well, if you're all wondering what the hell that was, that was uh, us trying to discuss the film uh, Jupiter Ascending. Oh, why is that playing? It's not supposed to happen. All right. Uh, <laughs> music ascending. Yeah, music ascending. Could you turn down your radio? Thank you. <laughs> Uh, it is Jupiter Ascending. Now, here's the thing. I was told that I would yeah. hate this. I yeah. was Lies. told that this is like ca Capital One uh, getting all the Razzies. I was told that this is the worst thing that Wachowski's ever made. I was told that I was going to have a bad time. And you know what? <laughs> That's why I didn't see it in theaters. That's why I didn't see it since. That's why it's here for Film Sack. I but, really enjoyed Jupiter Ascending. It, okay, but here's but, the thing. But I some of that was true. Yeah. yeah, and I think you enjoyed it because you set your expectations so low. I guess it is, so. It is a beautifully done movie, but if if we were to give you if you had not seen the movie and we were to give you the plot points, you you would you'd be able to write it. Oh, like it's if we super said, dumb. Yeah, for yeah, no, no yeah. question. It's basically uh, it's basically 
uh, 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 oh shoot, what am I trying? Everything. It, Every science great. fiction movie. It, right, but it's also, it's like, the word every, star ended with every fantasy, Wars. <laughs> yeah, every fantasy, every sci-fi, every Greek mythology, every storytelling you can imagine through history, phone writing. Right, but I would say that at its core, it's Cinderella. Like, that's what it is. It, she yeah, literally, I mean, that's, that's what they imply. Yeah, she's literally doing the toilets and is literally right. uh, upstaged by her siblings and literally ripped from that and becomes the queen. Now everything else around it is different than Cinderella, obviously. Can, but at the end of the day, that's this is a Cinderella movie. Can I can I read the two sentence summary to you? Yeah, go. Sure. All right. Jupiter Jones is a Russian immigrant girl raised in Chicago who makes her living cleaning houses with her family. Unbeknownst to her, she is also the genetic reincarnation of the queen of the universe, whose three scions are vying for control of Earth. So it's really Anastasia. Yeah. It's uh, not yeah, really. It's not really Starfighter. It's the you know. What, what? How many movies can we think of where the main character is some person on Earth, dude or 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 chick, who's like unaware that they are the key to the universe, yeah. literally it's, cleaning toilets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing she does. Not she doesn't. She doesn't clean anything else. I mean, she well, carries no. stuff. Occasionally, you see her carrying other stuff around, but you never see her do anything other than sit in front of a toilet. That's, her job in the crew is to go around and clean all the toilets in the mansion and when she's done with that she gets to pretend to try on the earrings it's yeah, great yeah yeah, yeah. i uh but you're, I, but you're not wrong scott i mean it is a lot of fun it's really enjoyable it is, it's super dumb yeah. don't get me wrong everything about it is kind of dumb from a plot standpoint but there are also shades of fifth element shades of valerian uh the valerian sure. thing whatever that was called don't, uh, don't forget Wizard of, Oz. Wizard of Oz, a little bit of that, a little bit of just a lot of stuff kind of just thrown at the wall, the Matrix a little bit, I guess. But yeah. uh, there are a couple things that are super dumb. His his floating uh, freaking rollerblades are the dumbest idea ever. I hate those they, things. They <laughs> they right. So so every sci fi film needs at least one tech that's going to this like. Everybody, all the kids are going to go. I want that tech. Right. Lightsabers right. for yes. Star Wars. I mean, it, they always try. This is a bad if right. this is a bad attempt. It didn't work. This no, is a really bad nobody idea. wants those skates. There was one thing I wanted to tease out of your uh, beginning there, Scott, which was uh, you were told that it was the worst movie by the Wachowskis. That's true. That that is like objectively. I like true. it better than uh, I like it better Speed than Racer? Speed Racer. A lot better yeah, than Speed Racer. It's way better than Speed Racer. I hated Speed oh, Racer. I I did not like Speed Racer. Didn't have the chimpanzee though. Would you uh, like this? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm looking at. I'm. 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 So I'm thinking about everything they've done. We've seen. We recently saw that other one, the Cloud Atlas thing, which I didn't. This was going on about the same time as Cloud Atlas, by the way. Yeah, Yeah. I liked this uh, at least as much as that, and I liked it way more than Speed Racer. I think Speed Racer is poopski compared to this. I and and part of it is just because this is better paced. This has got better. It has better actors who are chewing up the scene, but like Eddie Redmayne, what the hell is that even about? That was awesome. Oh, he is the <laughs> he's the best. What are you talking? about? I know, I loved it. Like, it's yeah, the best, well, worst thing about well, this Eddie, movie. Yeah, right. And he, if you need a a good bad guy, he does. I think he does. He's great. That mumbly thing he's, is creepy and weird. It kind of yeah. had well, a Dune vibe to it. That whole bit with him up there was like Dune. Oh, yes, and those yes. lizards, so, big winged so lizards, facts, man. Oh. Right. So the the implication. The, the implication is that this is the entitled that t- that Kane Wise ripped the throat out. That's the reason why he's talking like that, because he's reconstructed. 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah I, I never put that together, but you're right. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And the brother, that's the reason why there's so many details. That <laughs> that's the reason why their brother, that's why it's a soap opera. So, yeah. yeah. So, go ahead, Randy. What are you saying? I, I just want to put a, a period on the last uh, bit, which is uh, Jupiter Sending on Rotten Tomatoes has 27% and 38%. That's the mm-hmm. critic and the audience score. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a low audience score, by the way. That You've never seen numbers that low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. 27, 38 on Jupiter Sending. Speed Racer, 40 and 60. Yeah. Yeah. That's, because, that's because Speed Racer is a coherent... Uh, it, it, it takes it, it takes time that's to gonna please that's gonna please to audiences it's It'll... not coherent but it's it's definitely uh a, more of a crowd pleaser right speed racer is made to thrill you a lot more than this thing which like the action sequences in jupiter sending go on way too long it depends way on which one you're talking about the fight with the lizard was rad how we finally killed the lizard with his freaking magic oh. door was great yeah. Uh, there was, in fact, that's my favorite death in a film sack movie in months and months. Like, I love that. Right. That this great. is like cool. taking like a whole bunch of cereal that you love and just pour yeah, them all in the same bowl. Totally and occasionally it's like, oh, I love Captain Crunch. And then it's like, oh, I'm not really big into oat brand. Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> you know? it's like going to the, um, or, sorry, the 7-Eleven with your cup and going, beep, beep, yeah. beep, 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 Su- filling suicide. it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're totally right. <laughs> could could it be based on a lot of the other things that were out around this time? Like what else was or out around the time that uh, uh, this is two thousand? Oh gosh, let me no no no. So it's 2015. Let me just think what oh, came out 20, that oh, year. Oh, let me think right. of what happened that year that might have been a big movie deal that may have overshadowed okay. all other action films. Okay, that year. all right. I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like this <laughs> oh, God. Do we have to go right. there? <laughs> right. Absolutely. You invoke. Look, what else though? Yeah. Go like ahead. when I I I. I never saw this movie when it came out in theaters. It came out in, I want to, I want to say like February of 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For January, and, February, 2015. And so it was kind of like sitting there in my mind. Like I had heard that it was really bad. And then uh, uh, there were films that like filled the same part of my brain later in the year. And I'm thinking of like the Martian. I, I, I remember enjoying that a lot more than it really deserved credit for, you know, mm-hmm. like the Martian I think it's well, great. Like- but I like the book Martian. is the book is great. It's a very simple story. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I like the Martian uh, a lot. Oh, the Martian yeah. was awesome. And and like uh like for pure action and thrills, that was the year of the Revenant. It was later in the year, but I, I mean, like that movie is just uh, you can't look away. You, you're like on the edge of your seat for the Revenant. I mean, I know we're all dancing. We're all dancing around 2015's Mad Max Fury Road, and I understand yeah. why. No, we we're don't not want, dancing around it. We, we don't need Scott. To, I'm just trying to, we don't need I'm Scott to be going on. It. You were the only person dancing around it, right? <laughs> I, my point is, I you know, I know I go on and on about it, but I, I I really do feel like a lot of action movies that year were were dwarfed by it. It was hard to compete. And Jupiter Ascending would just be murdered next to it. Like, there's just no chance for it. Sure, so I'm in no sure. way of saying, "Oh, this is this is better. this is this could can be a contender." Not at all. But it's a fun, colorful, kind of good time. Everyone's an okay actor in it. Like it's well, and, it's fine. and it does a better job of taking the the substance uh, st- the style over substance than punch uh sucker punch which i think tried to do the same thing with a very very cool stylized movie that that had a very simple plot just wasn't as successful as this one or wasn't as successful at at enough of a balance of the two i mean this one still is very heavily in the the style over substance but still it's a lot more fun than sucker punch was yeah that summer was the summer Uh, yeah. That was the summer of Jurassic World. That would be the Chris Pratt, the first Chris Pratt Jurassic Park, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 
that on Rotten Tomatoes is has consistent scores. It's 72 and 78 mm-hmm. percent. And I would not call Jurassic World like a great action film. Like it's just I almost didn't go to see it because of the habit trail balls. Yeah. I almost said I'm out. <laughs> I knew yeah, you but, would hate those. I knew somehow Brian yeah. Dunaway would hate the habit trail balls. I don't know but why. Comparing... That just seems like the, the stupidest thing. You're totally right. They're dumb. No, but do you think you know another thing that probably really hurt this movie is a, a release in January, February. This is a summer. This is this feels like it should have been a summer blockbuster yeah it would have been up against uh mad max but still right this if they had is, it if they yeah. had disney fied this a little bit more and threw it out during the holidays because it's like you said scott is it's really a cinderella story it's it is it it's also i it's also one of these like i don't even know i don't we need to come up with a name for this but there are science fiction films that are just kind of splatter shot that are just like a, a shotgun of ideas on the wall and then just try to yeah. make some sense of it and make sure your plot's simple to understand so that the rest of it yep. isn't too confusing this is one of those and uh, the Valerian movie, what's it, I keep wanting to say Valerian Steel, but it's not. What's it called? Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yes, that's right. the one. We just call it Valerian. That's a movie yeah, that I, re- I really enjoyed purely from a visual and sort of mm-hmm. set piece standpoint. Now, that was very Fifth Element. It's, well, yeah, that and it's was, also the same director, so it's, you kind exactly. of get the same thing. But, but, it's, uh, but it's also kind of bad. It's not, it's, it's not great. The story is not great. The two main characters are kind of bad. Like it's got issues, help. but I do but I like just, these. I do I, like this weird, right. like sub sub genre fringe, strange sci fi ideas that aren't that aren't normal, that aren't in line with everybody else, that that seem like they shouldn't work very well. Like I I kind of like that they exist. I guess is what I'm, I'm going to complain about this film. I think in the same way that I complained about Cloud Atlas, I have to go back and look. But I think I said Cloud Atlas was too ambitious, and once again, I think. This oh. was too ambitious in the format, not not too ambitious of a story to tell. Right. Yeah, just too ambitious for a two-hour film. That's mm. the thing. Cloud Atlas, you imagine somebody coming in with a 400-page script and, and everybody sighing. This right. movie, you imagine someone coming in with a script outline and demanding right. that they just, yeah, I just need more time. I need more time <laughs> to get some, some dialogue on this thing, guys. Let's go. Right. Mm-hmm. nope nope no time you gotta do it now put out the movie now <laughs> because the idea the, i think the opportunity they missed here for me was they never got a chance to explore our our uh the the good witch the splicer they never got to really we never even met one splicer yet that was so important to the story i don't i didn't everybody i don't even know what you're talking about the splicer oh, is like the, they were all they, yeah. they talked about a couple of times during the movie they were talking about oh he was created by a splicer and the splicer loved bees and created by this person and, and the splicer they loved made dogs a mistake. or whatever. So there's right. there's all these mad scientist splicers who were creating these people that could be good, evil, and they never Yeah, the the world building there is interesting, but they never you're right, they never really go past the surface of it. But like yeah, the main character well the the uh what's his name? Our hunky man here. He's he's a splice. He's a he's half dog, half man. Or I don't know about half, but he's but the ears and the when the weird jowl thing they made him wear and and his kind of like you know visceral I can smell her kind of deal. That's that that was all implications about his his splice. It led it led to some horrible love story though. Oh my gosh, it It was was funny. It was (laughs) it it was funny, but it wasn't (laughs) intended to be. No, no, it wasn't. And and I I don't know at this point in Mila Kunis's career, she is really successful. She's done a lot of different work. And I don't understand her not going to the Wachowskis and saying this this scene where I it, it first started admitting to him that I'm falling in love with him 
is such garbage, guys. We we could just they, let, let's just write it mm. right. Well, they sold it to. How about I scratch his belly to, and make his leg twitch? <laughs> they sold it to. I think they sold it to Mila Kunis in the way that I've I've read some behind the scenes stuff that it was supposed to be. She's kind of like Dorothy, and he's supposed to be Toto. Yeah, kind of. And so he's kind of the dog to that. And, oh and they, my and they God. kind of explored this love <laughs> thing. And she even mentions it. She even says, "I like dogs." So it's kind of no, like this. Yes. No, that's the thing. Uncomfortable. Yeah. She says it. She says it in a realizing manner. I right. like dogs. Mm, like, right. like, oh my gosh! I, like, I love dogs. It was everything about that scene. It just ruins the film. Like, we're going along, checking our brain out, and then the queen of all everything uh, is falling in love with the guy who saved her that has the funny ears. Right. And like, that's a moment to make some sense. Yeah. You have to keep me in the moment right and it right. went the other way and i'm like God. what wait what she mm. he doesn't he's doing his job he's being like i'm gonna be a guard dog i'll be over here and she's like no i want to have sex with you what mm. in modern in modern times i think we portray uh royals as uh, sexual deviants and it seems like we we have gotten to this place where every time we see royalty we assume that their love is odd weird and uh well they they i mean they have a history of it like if you go yeah if you go back thousands of years they've always like there's inbreeding there's there's cheating yeah. there's there's mistresses everywhere like it's a it's a we constant that down to we boiled that down to royals love oddly yeah right we have plus we th- now the inbreeding starting to catch up with them is what we're saying that's what <laughs> we're getting at. i genuinely thought she was getting it on with her cousin early on in the film like i was like oh, oh she's yeah. gonna go She's going to go make money for him because he's her boyfriend. They should have dropped the cousin. Yeah, that was yeah, a I waste. Totally agree. That was a waste. None was, of the, none yeah, of that cousin only, stuff paid off. It was only set up for getting it, doing the fake egg, or the the fake name to sell her eggs. By the way, speaking of royalty, yeah. the the uh, her scantily clad roommate is uh, the actress who plays princess margaret on the crown or yeah. at least did yeah princess margaret she's kirby she's very good at faking was... that american accent she kind of killed it it was good yeah she did yeah. Uh, what's the what's the word for when something is just, is the word? Uh, <laughs> gratuitous oh gratuitous that was gratuitous <laughs> it was absolutely gratuitous yeah, it was gratuitous I, <clears throat> what what's that why is that in the movie and why and what woman tries on clothes in front of another one like that like she, hold it up and then quickly throw it down so we can Quiet. see you in your underwear oh, Randy, that's I'm... that's how i visualize all women uh try on right. clothes i don't, I don't want to deal with see, the emails i don't want you coming. to suggest that they do otherwise this is actually a good moment to like if you haven't seen this movie we're talking about a scene in the movie that is, is shot as though it belongs in the movie of two of the most attractive women on earth just messing around in their underwear and just like throwing clothes off like it's ridiculous we know we know at some point there was going to be a pillow fight if the aliens hadn't shown up (laughs) right i mean maybe we're going to get emails about all that and i look forward to it but could some of our uh female listeners please set the record straight do you guys do that or no because we're not there We don't know. We're not there. We have no idea what you guys do. When we're you're not. We're not privy to that information, <laughs> right? Well, we, uh, the Wachowskis also don't know what goes on there. It's just weird. Mm. There, there's a bunch of stuff. Like I don't that. think the Wachowskis know what humans are. To well, be honest, right. That's it, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Like all, every table yeah. dinner dinner table scene, it just feels like uh, somebody's conception of what actually families are like at the dinner table. It's right. not actually anything like reality. I noticed that Lily and Lana. Uh, uh, 
as they always do, uh, hired that Korean lady to be in here again. She's in everything they ever do. Oh, yeah. That same right. uh, girl that was in the Cloud Atlas. Like in Cloud Atlas. Like, like, she was yeah. the one that was constantly naked in Sense8. Uh, Juno Bay. Yeah, she's she's great. I think she's cool. But there she is. Like, who is she to... Like, other directors do this all the time, right? Like, Tarantino's going to pull out Samuel L. Jackson for sure. Like, where's Sam Jackson? <laughs> There she She's is. Another example of extra stuff this movie didn't need. The I, I spent the whole movie going, but what about the girl with all the big hair? Where's where's the girl with the big hair? They're and it, yeah, like, there's yeah. a bunch of examples of that. Like, I love her uh, visually. She's amazing. Oh yeah, her sure. her and the, the kind of purpled up black guy. I forgot his name. The bald dude. Yeah, the, he's cool. The bounty hunters. Yeah, bounty hunters. Oh, they oh, were yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. But man, I'm playing this for them. Get up here and grab a bucket. They are chicks in a bucket across the board. Yeah. They just came and then nothing. Like, all right, they were so cool. I kept, I kept waiting for them to really explore. Once again, like we've said before, there's a lot of story that could have been thrown away, and <clears throat> more analysis of certain characters, like the bounty hunters. I found them compelling. I would have loved to seen stuff about the splicers. I really yeah. could have done without the DMV thing, even though it was it okay. Was, oh, I don't know. That that best, part was kind of the, funny. It, it was, was the best fun. thing in the movie. It was uh, fun, thing. but once again, that. it fit in like this scene with the lady with the underwear. It was just really... It's gratuitous, okay. right. It, it, what it reminded me of is it was their throw. It was their nod to like Douglas Adams books. It was yes, like absolutely. a sure, hitchhiker's right. guide moment of, boy, those Vogons cool. are sure worried about paperwork all the time. It was kind well, of that. I will say this, though. What it did is kind of diminish the importance that Mila Kunis's character was supposed to have as being queen of the... Right, you know, of the yeah, owner, because the owner of Earth, because apparently all you have to do is survive a bureaucratic uh, maze to get to Terry Gilliam, and you can be the right. queen of Earth. <laughs> oh yeah, Terry Gilliam looking awesome in his. Uh, That's little... all I really needed was yeah. the Terry Gilliam, even though yeah. I enjoyed the the bot, you know, walking around doing his little thing. It, yeah, I could have done without it. It was fun. I, but... I like part of that. I, I, yeah, it's just, it went on long. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, you could have done yeah. that in two or three steps, or montaged it, or something. It would have been probably a little bit better. Here's the funny bit. So Natalie Portman, who worked with the Wachowskis on uh, V for Vendetta, they were only producers, not directors, but they worked together. She was cast as Jupiter Jones, but dropped out. Then Runa Mara was ca cast as Jupiter Jones. She dropped hmm. out. Then Mila Kunis was like, "All right, fine." I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, uh, why not? And this is the second time Natalie Portman's bailed. She uh, bailed on Cloud Atlas as well. Or no, after Cloud I, Atlas, because she was in that, right? Wasn't she in that? Or no? Uh, no, she wasn't. I oh, okay. She was in that. So that was a movie I, she she bailed on as well. So she's apparently she was like, ooh, I love working with these these ladies. I keep wanting to say guys, because that, that was around the time everything these changed. These siblings. Right? These siblings. siblings. I really want to work with these siblings. And then and she's like, uh, I don't know, maybe not. And then just started dropping out. So. Well, has she has she worked with them though? Oh yeah, did uh V for Vendetta? They were producers. Oh, V for Vendetta. Okay, right. Yeah, let's yeah. get. There's a light on the suitcase that uh, tells you if you're. On <laughs> you did say that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is that the on-air light on the top That's of the suitcase? A, my favorite yes. thing in the world is we now have a thing that we can say that will be that thing, and no one will know but us. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we. I, I just realized we've seen uh, all the Wachowski films we ever need to see. We're done. You think? We might have. What about yeah, wait? What about done. the one with the no uh, no. Okay, how about the? About? <laughs> we can't see. We can't see. Uh, we can't see any of the stupid matrixes. Come on. No, no, no. We got to see those, and we also yeah. probably should see the proper matrix. See all three of them. We don't. We haven't done the first one. We think we have, but we haven't. But yeah, and it's on Netflix as we speak. Yeah, we, all three of them are. We should yeah. probably do one we of those should, deals. Is do all three. We should do it all three. Twenty twenty. Yeah. 
too. You mean like one right after the other kind of thing? I mean, as one episode and keep it to 90 minutes. I well, think let's we, do it. I, let's do it right before 2022 when they have Matrix 4 come out. I'll be dead by then. So here's the other I thing. Actually like, I actually like that idea. We watch all three. <laughs> yeah. And do and do one episode of film sack, kind of sacking the three of them. I would be a hundred percent in on that. That's a great idea. I think that's a really good idea, and yeah. I think we do it like uh, maybe we even do it as a two-part episode or something. Right. Yeah, like <laughs> do, it, do it at the end Man, of next year sometime. By the time I hate it when I throw out a dumb idea and you don't like it. No, I do like yeah. it. It's good. Yeah, it was, it was saying we don't like it. I think because you know that's the thing. We saw the Matrix. We loved it. We put it up on this pedestal and just revered yeah. it. Yeah. And then the other two movies came out, and I'll bet. Did either did any of you guys watch the first one right before you saw Reloaded or Reattached? Oh yeah, I did. Or, yeah, oh, you did? yeah. I, watched I watched the first Reattached. one multiple times between when it came out on video and when the second one came I out. I literally watched it the night before on DVD with my friend oh, Andrew. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, then, I thought I thought then, that might have helped make the other two maybe a little bit better. Or no, it made it worse. <laughs> and then like like everyone I knew, I barely caught the third one at theaters. Like I, yeah. the third one was like. Okay, let's go see this before it moves over to the dollar theater. Yeah, that thing was proper <laughs> proper poopski that third one. Uh yeah. but but you know, yeah, the, the three all three and one episode, I think that's a brilliant idea. We should totally do that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, we I have to watch them out of order. We have to watch it three, two, and one. <laughs> that's hilarious. I would <laughs> like us to the, the film sack rules. <laughs> right. I'm out of the Matrix. Oh my god. Yeah. Wake me up. <laughs> this last <laughs> one's really good. Oh, it's the first one. Whoops. Right. Anyway. So Mila, Mila Kunis, I thought in uh, in this film was is an amazing. Not only did she do amazing, I thought she just. Even though I knew in my head, there's no way anyone this gorgeous could possibly be cleaning toilets. I bought yeah. into it. So uh, she must have been doing something. She's right. fine. She. You know what? I have it, a cr- I have a hard crush on her, but not for the normal reasons. She is attractive and all that. Right. But my hard crush comes from this is the kind of girl that would not give me the time of day in high school, and it would have driven me crazy. <laughs> That's what well, the crush she, is. The crush is, oh, she's so. Well, here she plays. Here she plays like a, a Dorothy character, right? And I like yeah. that she she thought her way out of every problem. She mm. didn't have to like fight. She was. We always thought she was. She was for just a second. You would think, oh, she doesn't know what she's going to do. She's kind of a damsel in distress. But really, she's got the confidence to I, flip it. Okay. Yes think- and no. She is absolutely the trope of the damsel in distress. She is rescued by her prince so many times yes. that it, it gets to be funny. By the last he time he catches that. her, oh my god, no! It's just, they, they just they could not figure out how to tell this story without her being rescued from falling. So right. many, so many uh, Deus Ex Machinas too. Like he shows up at exactly the right time, or this thing happens at exactly it, the right oh time. Oh yeah, and mul- did, multiple times there up until it did up until her final battle. And so that that's the reason why I was okay with it because the same thing happens in the Wizard of Oz. I mean, you know, the cowardly lion shows up. She's pretty much got everything under control, and everybody just kind of rallies together. Mm. And I, I feel like I feel like that was here. There was I, a little. Like, there was a little bit of that. I, I agree with that. I think there was a little bit of that, but there was also a lot of perfect time. There was a lot of perfect timing happening, like multiple times. The idea of leaving a big giant monster ship in the sky to come down to save everybody in a very nick of time way happened twice with the little uh-huh. mech suits they get into that turn into ships. And they just don't care about what time is when they do that. Like she's literally <laughs> lowering down to have the ring imprinted on her finger as he's leaving right. yeah. the freaking <laughs> yes. bay of the ship and somehow he makes it. And that stuff drives me a little batty. But 
I can park my brain for that, given all the yeah. visual, given all the stupid. Like, this is my kind of stupid, I think, is what Just I'm Just don't forget, at, at the yeah. end, she's not being saved because she's a woman. She's being saved because she's a human with no special genetic abilities or uh, resources other than the people that love her or you know surround her so guess I, how many I think... guess how many questions she asked during the film does anyone know i can tell oh you. she asked a lot yeah she asked 105 <laughs> questions in the film <laughs> and she got no direct answers there's no. always uh, a the only answer. answer she got was half dog yeah and half dog right, half dog the answer she got yep that was I, it <laughs> i just can't i can't stand that that fact of the film like there's a point in the movie where i'm like why wasn't this just depicted? And I realize it's because they are are summarizing what they would have depicted and trying to fit it all into two hours. Right. But like, there's just so many things where I'm like, you depicted a really long like uh, uh, explanation of her dad dying in Russia. I didn't need that. Mm. But didn't need it. All, many of these questions she's asking are really interesting. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some it, of them. As a matter of fact, whenever you whenever you put something there like that that big at the beginning of the movie. It takes me out of the film. We've talked about this before. I, I just, my mind starts spinning. It's like, oh, the first thing he said is look in the sky. There's magic going up there. He's looking at Jupiter. I'm like, is is her her essence being killed at the same time on Jupiter, the, the queen originally, and then the, the essence is being transferred into his body, and then he's transferred. And I'm like, stop making me ask all these questions for a scene that's not really important. Just get rid of it. Yeah, I agree. They didn't need any of that. And also, uh, well, whatever, the... The idea that you'd be shot just because he said, no, not the telescope, uh, yeah. bums me out. <laughs> like, just from a right. very fundamental level. Like, I understand if someone's robbing you, you're supposed to just give them the stuff, and they've got a gun, you let them do what they got to do, and they leave. It's, it is very old school because uh, he he dies from a very, very small amount of blood loss. I don't, I don't know what exactly what they hit on that side, his liver. Yeah. When he got where he, where he depicted that he got shot, it was like he was, like, dead instantly. Yeah. And I was like... This is only yeah, their second PG thirteen movie. They uh, this and yeah. Speed Racer are the only PG thirteens they ever made. Everything else is oh. R across the board. Hmm. So um, I think they were cutting down on some of that stuff. There were there were a couple of moments where like uh, uh, Tatum Channing <laughs> is uh, <laughs> like hucked a knife Magic across the room. Yeah, and he hit somebody in the right. eye with a knife, but it was so brief. Like I I was yeah. I at least appreciated a little bit of Grizzly out there, and I love that that lizard guy got his head caught in that thing. That was freaking great. Hey, as long oh, as we're getting, geez. as long as we're getting emails from uh from from uh lady folk who don't you know whether try on clothes or, with their friends, try on clothes. <laughs> or, can I ask? Are was that an average size pad that she stuck to him? Because that looked a little larger. Than no, that, that was freaking <laughs> enormous. Yeah, that, that was uh, like. Well, Channing Tatum is a really tiny guy. They they do a lot of oh, camera okay, tricks okay. to make him look okay. big, but okay. uh, that All was right. the biggest pad I've ever seen. I don't. I usually come in those little packs, but I don't, maybe they really expand. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, it's a full size maxi. Oh, like <laughs> I'm so glad we stole a woman's car, and then she pulls out an elephant pad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also I also found it interesting to to just like look at Channing Tatum. His eyes are so close together, they're almost touching. But yeah. then his ears, his his actual ears, like go look at pictures of him without the prosthesis. His ears stick out like really, really straight. Mm-hmm. And they're real right, even. Right. Yeah. They like right. look, his ears look fake. Yeah, they it's don't look weird. real. You're right. I'm, you're, I think he's uh, he's like John Barenthal. He has to have an extra trailer for his ears. The ear thing yeah. is, and, is big. There. And I mean, I, I understand he's a good looking guy. Like uh, people like that predator, predatory. Uh, right. I I I line. Yeah, the prey has their eyes close together. The predators have their eyes further apart. No, the other way around. Oh, the other the way predator. around. Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, but 
I just, there was never a moment when I felt like he was like really acting. And mm. I'm curious if there, if he has ever like, you know, played the role of somebody other than uh, Jarhead. Oh yeah. He's great in like, uh, um, what's Logan Lucky. He's amazing in that. I loved oh, him. Yeah, I loved yeah. his role in that. He's, yeah. that guy's got, he's got chops. He's got talent. And I think he's fine in this for what they give him. Um, I yeah. don't think he's I mean, just he a piece of meat. He was good. Yeah. 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 He played the Jarhead. He was supposed to be the Jarhead. And so he. He yeah, right. he he's gonna be that because that's what you do. But even Magic Mike was like a more nuanced portrayal; like it wasn't just sexy dude right. on the stage. I mean, of course, of course, sure. Wachowski. Okay. All right. Look, as could an we, actor, could we could we dwell on Scott's review? No, for Magic for Mike. real. Have you guys not? Have you guys seen Magic Mike? No, no, no. Oh, well, and then, I also haven't seen Magic Mike. Well, I, forget about L all that. Forget about sequels. If you haven't seen Magic Mike, you guys literally don't know what you're talking about. It's actually well, no, a obviously. good. It's a good performance. It's not just dude on stage getting it's dollars not, stuffed yeah, in his not pants. Just dude on stage. That's right. why it was so. Po it wasn't sold, popular for that. that yeah. No, I get that. Was, was watching yeah, yeah. Magic Mike your idea? No, it's Kim's. <laughs> but I. Well, but that's I the surprise. In. I went in there like you guys going, ah, yeah, this will be whatever, and I walked out going, oh, that was actually. It reminded me of like the yeah. wrestler. That's a weird comparison. Oh, really? but wow. That's I guess serious drama about like the lifestyle of these guys, and one of them's aging out real bad, and it's going bad for yeah. him with Matthew McConaughey, and he's really good in it. And I don't know. I, that, I, I I'm a little surprised no one's seen that. I guess you've seen it. I don't know. I watched. I watched most of it. Yeah, I didn't it. it's not that bad. Like I'm not. I'm not, not my favorite it was movie. Different than I thought it was different. Than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's all he I'm saying. About to voice. Uh, uh, Who's George Washington for America, the motion picture? Whoa. Meh. Is that real? No. Yeah, an R-rated animated comedy. Finally, we her. get our own feature. Sweet. Wow. Finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> the long-ignored country America <laughs> finally getting <laughs> Have you guys seen Sweet. the... Have you seen Logan Lucky? He's very good in that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. he's good in that. And yeah. Foxcatcher, he was really good in, too. Ooh, I haven't seen that. I, I know that this is creepy, gonna, good. Yeah. This is going to sound like I just picked one out of a billion movies, but... I've been holding Luck Logan Lucky for Film Sack. I just figured from the first time I heard of it, oh, we're going to sack that. And I don't know why, because I could, any other movie, right? You could say that and you just never watch any movies. But for some reason, it struck me as a, you know, a future episode of Film Sack. I'm trying to look hmm. here. I've never seen Foxcatcher. Oh, he's good in anything. Hateful Eight. What am I oh. even thinking? He was great in Hateful yeah, Eight. Yeah, Foxcatcher was an but Academy Scott, Award nominee with uh, Steve Carell. You understand, uh, right, Scott, that in Hateful Eight, he's playing the exact same character? Like, it's uh, almost identical. And I'm I'm asking for him as, uh, I don't know, uh, a lesbian woman. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Yeah, oh, you're going to get that. This. You're going to get Channing Tatum as a lesbian woman. I'm just, you know, but you, you get what I'm saying. He's an actor. And he's. I just feel like he's. You're saying zero you're saying range. he's one like, note. You're saying his one note's got no range. I just don't think. What's I agree. wrong with that? I don't. I don't disagree. I, I mean, I do disagree. Actually, I. I think you. I think the body of his work. It's easy to just look at it and go. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. The guy. You know, he's always going to play the well, big I mean, lung. You got to. You got to lean into what you're good at, right? And I mean, sure. he's he's good at being that guy. I, I loved him in Twenty One Jump Street. He's got more range than Joe Manganiello. Sure. Right. right. Yeah. He's funny and. Those Jump Street things. He's good in oh, that. I love yeah. the Jump Streets. They're funny. And I don't know why I keep coming back to Logan Lucky, but I just, that one really hit me. I really like that movie. That's good. Yeah. That I put good. him in the same, kind of that same area as uh, Josh Hartnett, right? Who is, you oh, know, we knew originally because he was this kind of heartthrob, uh, uh, you know, 
man candy right. on the screen kind of thing. And then he comes out and does some pretty impressive stuff. Josh Hartnett, great in that Penny Dreadful stuff, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. has kind of shown his range as well. So. Good in Black Hawk Down. Has, has right. definitely had his moments. Right. And like uh, a, a better example of one that's even working better probably is Robert Pattinson, who everyone still wants to make fun of. But mm, the guy's a good sure. actor, and yeah, I hear this I like lighthouse thing lighthouse. is supposed to be awesome. Did you see it? I can't remember if you saw no, it. No, not yet. Tristan saw it, and Tina uh, and are going to see it as soon as we're feeling well. Yeah. So I'm not right. that worried about him being Batman, as an example. I think it's going to be fine. Right. Right. Uh, I so think the lizards the royal, were the royal rad. Family was, the royal family was bees, right? That was that was our idea, right? She she asked them were they vampires, and they, they were like, "Nah." I think they were more bee like, splicers. Uh, yeah, they were spliced. Yeah, they were more like bees. they were bee people. They were they they liked the the. I guess the bees were the, the descendants of these people. Kind yeah, of. but then Ooh. then like I I was so disappointed when we go to the bee farm, <laughs> bees, and and we're using the bees to tell some kind of story, <laughs> right. and then some uh, some some they, they honeycomb stack all the stuff. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but then we. Well, some heavies show up with a freaking sound gun and just kill all the oh, bees. I, Boom! I all the bees this. are dead. I love the, the the concussion gun. The concussion gun is awesome. Sorry, those are my bees. Those are some bees. For me. Right, right. <laughs> some good bees. Yeah, yeah, some pretty good bees. Yeah, no, that, like the compression gun was cool. Make a big hole cool. in the house, big round. But they hole. just killed all the bees, and like no one, like at least have Sean Bean going. No! You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. like now we just kill all the bees and move on. Now, now we don't have to ever even think about bees the rest of the movie. I love Sean Bean so much. It was good to see him in there. Oh, yeah. I, I, Plus I survived. Yeah, yeah, I yeah he lived. It. What I the wait. heck? I know. He, he lived. The stereotype is not true. Everything I believed is a lie. He lived. <laughs> right. What's that about? Uh, but yeah, he's just ah, he's great. And this is a couple years after, well after, uh, his Ned Stark run. And I noticed mm-hmm. something in in Game of Thrones. They went out to make him look a lot older and grizzled in Game of Thrones, because yeah. he still looks just dapper and awesome in this. Like, what a good looking yeah. man this dude is. He's a lucky bugger being that age and looking. That good. <laughs> He's a lucky bugger. Yeah, lucky bugger. Lucky. Uh, I just wanted to to hit you guys with the stats uh, for the Razzies that year. There were four okay. films that were nominated for six Razzie awards. Uh, that was Jupiter Ascending, Fifty Shades of Grey, Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2, and Pixels. You might remember that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Those, those other are, films... Those are good picks. <laughs> those other films uh, swept all the awards away from Jupiter Ascending, except for one uh, that was Worst Supporting Actor. That went to Eddie Redmayne. Oh, I still disagree. I, I think so disagree I haven't that. seen a bad guy that bad since... <laughs> Scar. He's fun. He's <laughs> and, it's, and it's it's over the top. Their their yeah. big complaint probably is that it's very over the top, and I think it needs to be over the top. It needs to be over the top, like Gary Oldman is a Zorg. In yes, Fifth he is yeah. the Zorg of this film. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I 100. percent They are totally something. wrong on that. And part of it is them going, well, he was just this. You know, he's an Academy Award winner who just did this thing, and now he's doing this. Oh, now that's why you'll give him the Razzie. Right. I hate when they do that. It's like, so what right. if his his most recent film got him an Oscar. This is just him clowning around and hamming it Guess up. Guess what? He needs a paycheck. Yeah, gotta live. Right. Yeah. Gotta be able to keep the lights on at home. Plus, he just, I don't know, he he helped me build that world more than any yeah, of the rest yeah. of his sister and her brother were God, wastes of space. I wish this was a comic series. I really do. I wish they would make this as a comic series. Feels like it was, doesn't it? it? Yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah. It does feel like it. Like you, mean, could, you could actually do a series just on the bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the splicers. I mean, oh my gosh. And then the, you know, then the Roswell Grays being all kind of oh dude those are those were the angriest roswell grays i've ever seen Jeez. usually portrayed as 
is kind of you know More kind of curious. Yeah, yeah. what they call them? Shadows, I think they call them. Or yeah, something? they call them keepers here, didn't they? That's what they call them. Oh, here. I forgot now. Right, but yeah. then the, the the thing they did with these, which was super weird, was those back legs with the freaking all yeah, yeah they flipped them back the so way. Yeah. Yeah. and the effects. Okay, here's the other thing that sold me: the effects are actually really good, like straight really, straight across the board. Really good. Nothing looked cheap to me. Everything looked well done. I think only problem uh, is the only problem is there was too many times that I realized that the actors were standing in front of a green screen. I, so I realized much. that way like, often. Well, yeah, and right and right out of the gate too, like the first time we see Eddie Redmayne. He walks through a green screen, and it's just right. like, oh come on! Well, like, he it walked was so through obvious. a he walked through a, a, a field thing. Yeah, that <laughs> looked cool. But... You guys are insane. That stuff looked great. It was good. I don't. I don't think any. Yeah. None of the effects. The no, ship I think, stuff. I think great. the special effects are the best thing about the film. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Straight They're up. still amazing. Yeah. But I, I think, I think the stiffness of the performance is what was what threw me towards the green screen because I could tell they were on. Uh. I, I did, there, there was a, no, a there was no not, right. No there was permission. no movement in their clothing or hair. I mean, I know yeah. it's supposed to be a spaceship, but I would just expect air circulation. You know, <laughs> people moving. Speaking, speaking yeah. of which, I know this is kind of a it goes on a little bit of a tangent, but the spaceships, very cool design, right? With the oh, the so separated the like wings the, uh, that kind of separate out and are held in, but absolutely useless in space yeah. where you don't useless. care about wind resistance or any parts of your ship being able to turn and move and right. favorite thing was the clownfish ship i love that thing that was oh yes <laughs> there was i would love to know who was the person that came into this film like a producer or something and was like okay i've been drawing spaceships for the last yeah. 40 years <laughs> i need this movie i need this movie to be where i finally put my masterwork because There's some of that it was it was outrageous how how interesting and diff- varied the spaceships were. Does anyone yeah. know who played the little, um, the little worm tonguey like dude that worked for oh, Red the Man? rat? No, who was the rat? Oh. Yeah, Rat Knight. Who played Knight. him? Because I can't. I don't know, but it was actually like somebody a, we know. Looked a lot like a uh, a second rate uh, Ed, Joel Edward, McHale. <laughs> Edward Hogg was our uh, was our knight. Hold yeah, on, Edward Hogg. Why do I not see this name? Uh, yeah, he's he's on the second page. I have to go. He was. Uh, Ch- ch- how do you say Chica- the chicanery chicanery night which means something i forget exactly but like rat night or something i like unfortunately him. unfortunately his his top line in wikipedia edward hogg is an english actor known for playing jessica white in white lightning huh yeah. stephen turnbull in bunny and the bull huh eugene right. mathers in indian summers huh segundus <laughs> and jonathan strange and mr norrell huh? you know and mr and michael goddard's godfrey in taboo Huh? Yeah, you know, know you know, known for that. Oh, okay. Here's the best name in the entire uh, credits, though. It's Aunt Nino, who's uh, the Russian aunt. She was played by yeah, Frog yeah. Stone, is her name. Yeah. Frog <laughs> Stone. I, I, I just that. want to point out that the the characters in this movie have names like Balaam Abrasix and Jiomika yeah. uh, Singh and Gemma Chatterjee and Bob. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> Yep, the bot, the guy, the robot that took him around the place. He yeah. was something yeah. Bob. His oh, yeah. name is Bob. Stinger Galactic Advocate Bob. Yeah, Advocate right. Bob. Stinger, uh, Stinger Apini is a, a, a honeybee, right? Apini is, is right, just right. A a- for a- that. A- APIs. Yeah. Kane Wise. I'm like, okay. oh, Canis, Canis, right? Yeah, sure. So, uh, for those of you who play this game along with me at home, I want you to go to the IMDb full cast list and find an actor named Spencer Wilding. Spencer Wilding is definitely 
my favorite picture in IMDb of the week because Spencer Wilding's shirt is really open. Really? Spencer I, Wilding's I, shirt is missing the top five in, buttons. In his defense, I don't think there's any buttons on that shirt. It's incredible. Wow. Oh, look yeah. at that. Imagine, yeah. imagine looking straight at a camera and knowing Why? your shirt is that open. And Why are being... all his pictures uh, Darth Vader, though? Yeah. Is he the new Darth Vader body? Might be. Oh, he's the new Darth Vader body in Rogue One. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, see, if you're the new Darth Vader body, you can walk around with no buttons, too. Good thing you didn't have his shirt open on that. He's a big All beastie, right. dude. Here's the thing, though. He He's the my least favorite of those bounty hunter dudes. He annoyed me. He's the one with the giant yeah, eye. The like giant that. eye thing. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I wasn't a fan of that. Did you like but the dumb joke, though? Did you like the dumb joke that their fight is what caused the freaking crop circles uh, that were left there? Oh, my God. stupid, <laughs> that. that was so dumb. I just went, okay. That was a lot of, oh, that was a lot of explaining in areas that didn't need explaining and not enough explaining in others. Yeah, yeah. No question. Yeah. The movie's got big problems, but, man, I had fun with it. I, I was right. really riveted. Like, usually, uh, you know, if something's poorly made, I kind of go, oh. Or I'll drift yeah. off a little, or I'll be like, wait a minute, what did he say? I'll back up 10 seconds. Didn't happen here. I was just kind of into it. Like, yeah, watched yeah. the whole thing and paid a lot of attention and didn't not this enjoy is a good it. Movie. Didn't this is actually like a good movie that you can just turn on and just lo- let run on a Saturday. Because sure. you don't need to, you don't, because there's not a lot, whole lot of context usually. You can jump in at any scene and go, okay, they're talking it's now a, and they're and doing stuff. And it's another one that I could imagine, and we say this all the time, so I, I'm tired of it, but I could imagine it being an HBO series. Oh, know? yeah, totally. HBO or, sure. yeah, something like that. I, it kind of makes me wish they would have done that in sen- instead of Sense8. Like, I wish Sense8 was a movie everyone hated, and right. uh, they made a show called Jupiter Ascending, I think that would have lasted longer on Netflix and probably wouldn't have been just people having sex every five minutes. I think that right, would have been right. good. I mean, Sense8 was such a cool idea. But yeah. It was 99% everyone's doing it and <laughs> 1% story. It was so, uh, whatever. I know some people really liked it. And I liked that they were breaking ground in some ways. They had a first major sure. tra- transgender actor working. That was awesome. All that stuff's great. But come on. They're not all just humping pillows all day. They got to have so a story. So the second full Jupiter Ascending trailer is now online. What? Okay, good. I thought it was like Jupiter uh, Ascending 2. I was talking about the trailer. <laughs> Stu- oh. Stupider the Ascending. second there. I thought there was a second one. You almost said oh, Stupider called- Ascending. You just about did it. Stupider. Stupider <laughs> Ascending. The sequel is called Uranus Prolapsing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uranus prolapsing. <laughs> Brian. Oh my gosh, that was all right. We're done. That's the show, everybody. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. All right. So uh uh what else? Uh, uh, oh, she kept saying holy crap and I wanted to punch her. Stop saying that. Holy crap. Yeah. It's not it's it starts to be dumb after hey, the third time. It, That's what they the, say in Chicago. Christ, this is did you oh, No, did I never you did. Capture her saying that because you could have you could have also claimed it was from Family Guy. She sounded right out of Family Guy. <laughs> oh, right, right. Uh, I guess she plays Meg. I always forget about that. Right. Now, there, there really Was Lacey is a... Chabert originally uh, considered for the role of Jupiter Jones? <laughs> <laughs> there is actually a Jupiter, Ascend, uh, Jupiter Ascending 2 that they've discussed. What? Uh, yeah, well, but, but they discussed it. At a much smaller, smaller budget, which I think would be brilliant because you could tell this story in a much smaller space because you didn't really need all these huge 
space battles that they had to fall in, into this universe. I mean, it's not necessary, right? Right. I mean, this could totally yeah. be something on sci-fi network sure. or something. So mm-hmm. I, I'd be interested. Yeah, I'd see it. I mean, probably here. <laughs> or, right. or or if it was a TV show, it'd be something I'd at least be interested in. Like, I see that that new Apple Plus, their Apple TV Plus That'd show, uh, C, that it's that was that, was what it's called, C. Yeah, oh, the, right. yeah uh, that, that's what Loa. I feel like that's what I'm getting into there. Like, I haven't yeah, watched it yet, yeah. but I get the feeling that if I watch that, I'm going to get one of those. And I yeah. I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm going to watch it because it's available, but it's, I'm, I'm not hearing good things about it. Like, it's, it's something that I'm interested in, uh, in seeing for that reason. But, uh, boy, is it, it's, yeah, people aren't loving it. Um, yeah. it's enough so it's far, enough subgenre weird that i that i would be drawn to it regardless but i don't i just i can't tell quality from here i mean yeah. some it people really like looks it like uh, to me it really looked like uh some of the sci-fi fantasy shows that are on the cw that's what i saw whenever i saw it everyone's what too pretty. i see i see that you see pretty people huh. by the way if you're listening to this episode in like 10 years in the future uh, this was the moment where we're in autumn of 2019. This was the moment when we suddenly started having top 10 streaming services lists. Whoa. Oh God, and yeah. everybody oh, is right. everybody is bracing for <laughs> the uh, bubble Disney bursting Plus, on uh, streaming oh, services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually kind of excited. I was totally out of the Disney Plus thing because I'm like, ah, you know, I don't want to do that. really? Yeah, because I was like, I got, I got enough Disney stuff. I don't need Mandalorian. Stuff. I don't need Mandalorian. I've, I've seen so much of all that stuff. But then they finally made the live action film that I've been wanting for years, which is Lady in the Tramp. And I'm like, why didn't I make this before? Mm. And so I'm actually, as stupid as it is, <laughs> that's the thing. I can't believe that's the thing that's going to pull you to That's Disney the thing. Plus. As stupid as it is, that's the thing that's going to want me to you know subscribe wow. at least a month i you know what i admire that somehow i don't know why i think i don't cool. know why i like i was like really is that how i feel i had to question myself i had to stop for a minute is that how i really feel and i'm like yeah I guess i'm excited is. about the classic stuff too i'm i'm actually really looking forward to that service i've, I've been less yeah. i've been less moved to jump on any other new things i mean this is the one thing i always like to remind everybody who complains like oh, it's starting to be like cable again there's too many competitors no 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 here's what's different it's you have all the choice now. No two-year contracts on anything. You get to choose, and you can cancel any time. And yep. even if you get two or three of these and you've got your fill, you're still paying way less than you did for cable. Like, we are in such a better place. I don't care if 50 more competitors join. Well, maybe that's too many. But right. it feels like it feels like choice paralysis, but I am telling you people listening Whoa. at home, you have the power. It's great, and you should embrace it. I hate it. that PlayStation View died out because I was enjoying the PlayStation Well, it didn't die out. They... They're realigning focus. They're they're just like, why are we? Yeah. This is bad. You got to remember, View was hatched during a time where they thought their chief competitor, Microsoft, was going all in on TV set box, and it was right. away from gaming. That turned out to be Microsoft's Psych. big mistake. That was like a huge mistake yeah. for Microsoft. It lost this generation for them. So Sony's like, yeah, why are we doing this again? Because this is not really our core. So let's just stop doing this. Yeah. And now they're not doing that. Well, Jan- but, you have till January thirtieth. But. We're all subscribing Bye. for the Mandalorian, Brian. I mean, everyone. I I'm subscribing so I can watch the Apple Dumpling Gang rides again. Just <laughs> ah, because it's Apple. Ah. You're gonna see that and third dumplings. Herbie uh, sequel. That's right, Herbie rides again. Yeah. Like that. If Herbie Are goes we, to Monte Carlo. Uh, would we consider sacking stuff on? Yes, on Disney Plus. Oh I think more so than Apple TV Plus, obviously. Oh yeah, I, got, I think just by sheer numbers, we're gonna. There way more people are gonna be checking that thing out. Oh, I, I think. Sure. I think we could start saying. 
you know, prime, we've let Prime in here and there. I think we could start letting uh, Disney Plus Disney in here Plus and there. there. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Depends on what I mean. We need to see what they do in terms of because because really it's just their stuff, right? They don't they're not right. doing third party stuff, so it would ha- it would always be special cases like, hey, remember I don't know. Oh, Black Hole, for example. That's a Disney movie. We should have always have seen that on FilmSec, so maybe that's where we get it. That's a great... That's like a perfect example of this. Yeah. Yeah. So keep your eye on Black Hole. Oh, my God. Has that been announced for this? Oh, my God, we need to see that. (laughs) I mean, I assume everything they've ever done will eventually make it, right? I hope so, too, yeah. I hope so. Because I do want to see... little people. I do want to just randomly go, you know what I'm in the mood for? I'm in the mood for the animated Robin Hood. Robin Hood for Yeah, or like uh, Hot Lead and Cold Feet or whatever. I'm right. in. Oh, love it. All right. A good Don Knotts, Tim Conway comedy. Yeah. Ooh, so good. Ah, the amazing Mr. Limpet. Remember he was, that? was amazing. Yes. And a Mr. Yeah. That wasn't Disney, though, was it? The fish thing? I thought it was. That was Disney. Was that, not... that was totally Disney. That was Disney? Yeah. Was it Disney? Okay. They probably won't put that, Song the of the South. What was it? They won't put Song of the South and they won't put... Um... Incredible Mr. Limpet. That's it. Right. They won't put Song of the South, and they probably wouldn't put in like uh, <laughs> any of the anti-Nazi yeah, propaganda stuff they used in- to do. Incredible Mr. Limpet was uh, Warner Brothers, not Disney. Oh, interesting. Oh, really? You're right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have that. Take take that, that Disney. That That's a serious. I'm having a real Mandela effect oh, on that super one. Super Mandela on that one. Yeah, that's weird. I was sure. Or what am I thinking of where he becomes a fish? Oh, I the sword in the stone where he, for briefly, oh, uh, he becomes a fish with the yeah. boy. And they're fish together. Remember that? Oh. Yeah, that's Disney. That's that amazing. That's Disney. So that'll be a, that'll be a thing. Cool. Uh, I have clips of this film. If you guys would like to hear them, we should listen. I, oh, holy crap! Wanted, listen to some clips. Okay. I just wanted to call out one more little piece of trivia. All right. Which was that the existence of Sean Bean's character was a reference to Sherlock Holmes, and I never knew this. I thought I'd read a lot of Sherlock Holmes too, but apparently. There was a Sherlock Holmes story called His Last Bow, mm-hmm. where Sherlock Holmes has retired to the country and is a beekeeper. Oh. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. But do beekeepers keep them in the house? I mean, you know. <laughs> they no. do it. They've been spliced with bees. That's horrible. You'd never sleep and just hear buzzing all the time. That's awful. Oh, yeah. They're all over the damn place. They're going to land on you and put little honey fingers on you. <laughs> it's going to be bad. <laughs> honey fingers. <laughs> I don't know what it's there's called. a new there's a new phobia I didn't know I need to have. Yep, honey fingers. Watch out for those. You get a bee in your nostril, two a.m. Oh. Nothing worse. <laughs> also, okay, actual chick in the bucket though. Can I, I meant to say this earlier? I think is get up here and grab a bucket. The girl in the house with him, the blonde. Right. I don't know who that was, and we saw her for one second, and she said hi, nice to meet you, and shook her oh. hand, and now I don't know what happened to her. There's a the whole girl story, in the house though. with oh 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 the, the daughter yeah, yeah what happened to her daughter. yeah Sean Bean's daughter yeah she didn't she didn't have much of a role we know she's sick we know yeah. she's uh, Sean Bean's motivation for doing things because he's right. a good guy otherwise yeah but uh but yeah. I didn't understand also I was like are these because that's where I want to know more of the story do these spliceables can they procreate did nature find a way <laughs> is one that the quarter problem? Ho- uh, dog one quarter bee right bee dog. Make it happen. Bee dog. <laughs> it's like a, let's make a bee dog. Uh, oh, God, that would be funny. A dog bee. Which would be, if, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. If that, <laughs> if that was the case, that means Channing Tatum slept with uh, Sean Bean's Daughter. wife, right? No, wife, right. Yeah, you got that. That'd be the dog bee. If she's, if she's a bee lady. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that stuff's really dumb, but it's kind of fun to explore in this movie. Oh, yeah. But it's really dumb. I mean, who are we kidding? All right. Uh, clip number. Wait, wait. We didn't do oh. the what gross Scott out because I, oh. I have. A, is it, it? It was the part where they took the big tub of Vaseline and rubbed all over the lady's belly. <laughs> yes, 100% that. <laughs> that was that was pretty nasty. Yeah, that thing right out of the gate. Up. Yeah, you don't need that. You just need a good lotion or vitamin E extract or something. Don't oh, put Vaseline. Vaseline is so <laughs> greasy. I mean, it's yeah. so greasy. Yeah, it's, don't do and it. And it's also the the trope of, of living in Russia problem because it, it, no matter when you set it, you feel like you're being transported back to the 1960s. <laughs> and it's like, how old is is she? You know, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That was really weird. Like, when was the time where it was common to say, "Husband, rub my belly with the Vaseline"? Like, come on, again, <laughs> again, a hundred years ago, yeah. and this is supposed to be, I guess, mid 90s, pre Neutrogena. Yeah, pre Neutrogena. <laughs> also, uh, Vaseline as a, I mean, I'm going to go there. So here we go. Vaseline as a lubricant. I think that ended like a century and a half ago, right? Yeah. Like yeah, cowboys yeah. used that or something. Now there, there's different. The, the, the Vaseline. Now the oh, Vaseline. I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> the Vaseline. Now don't get me wrong. The Vaseline brand. They have a lot of you know skincare products. Right. No, they do. They have lotions and but, yeah, but the, yeah. the core, you know, the jelly. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, stuff, the, that stuff picks up that stuff picks up dirt and hair. I mean yeah. it just it grabs everything. Everything. Oh man. I yeah, I can't quit you. Um, all right. Thanks to Mac Weldon for supporting Film Sack today. We love Mack Weldon. They're a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Mack Weldon will give you the ultimate comfort in underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants. I'm wearing the pants now. They're very comfortable. Uh, their underwear, socks, and shirts don't only look and feel good. They all perform really well. Mm, they really do. That sounds weird, but I'm telling you, they do. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Their products start with innovative fabrics. They each have their own, you know, unique purpose and story. This includes their silver line of underwear and shirts that made are made rather with a natural antimicrobial material to eliminate odor and keep you feeling cool and fresh all day. So whether you're working out, going to your job, going out on dates, or just wearing them in everyday life, Mack Weldon is a good fit for you. And if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it and Mack Weldon will still refund you your money. No questions asked. Uh, so I ended up getting these pants. I got a shirt and a hoodie. And I love them all. They're good for running. They're good for sitting. They're good for doing nothing. They're good for walking my dog. I walked my dog this morning with it. Uh, with them on, I should say. I didn't walk the dog with them. <laughs> you know what I mean. She had her own leash. Didn't have to tie her pair of pants to her. Anyway, hey, check this out. For 20% off your order, visit MacWeldon.com and use the promo code FILMSACK at checkout. That's MacWeldon.com with promo code FILMSACK for 20% off. Do it today. You'll be happy you did. Be an actor, see Mr. Factor. You make your kisser look good. Go out and try your luck. You may be done. Let's do, uh, let's do clips. Here's your first one. This is uh, this is just him saying, don't take this telescope. And then, uh, then he had a problem. Don't take the telescope, please! Oh, geez. All right. Well, wow. you took the telescope. What do you, what do you expect? Yeah. Uh, here's uh, something about bounties. No matter who or what he is. He's after all bounty. A bounty. Oh, that's the Darth Vader guy. That's He's after paper towels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's one where I wrote, Red Mane is weird. 
part one. All right, here we go. I have not crossed the vastness of space for your pleasantries, Mr. Knives. I really liked his vibe. Would you like a lozenge? I'm going to play Stephen Hawking before too long. (laughs) I think he already had, right? That was like the year before. He already had, yeah. Yeah, it was like 2014. Right around this time. Was it 2014? 2013. I'm I'm going to play this like Stephen Hawking's. I'm going to find it. Hold on. It was called... Theory of, the theory of everything. 2014, 2014. Year, before, year before. Yeah. Oh, so year before. Yeah. Uh, that's why they get the Razzies, I'm telling you. Because when they do a thing yeah. a year before and then something poopy comes out, people go, oh, you think he's good at stuff? Guess what? He gets a Razzie. I'm defending. He's really good in Fantastic Beasts. He's great in everything. Eddie Redmayne's great. I like that guy. All right. Here's hey, his- could you let Channing Tatum out, please? <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> Is that my trouble. dog? Oh, what is? Yeah. Hold on a second. Rainer, what no, are I'm you telling you, it's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum needs to go pee. <laughs> Kane, Kane Wise needs to go out. Oh, my gosh. And we're still oh, recording. So this is a great moment. Approval. This is just, this is what podcasting is all about oh, right here. It's this like she needs it. my approval to leave. The door is open. Aww. She's on a blanket. It's like, you can just go. What are you is doing? The Baja right. men would be glad that we got that question answered. That's we true. Did. Who lets the dogs out? I do. Scott rough, Johnson. Rough, 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 rough. All right. Here's part two of Eddie Redmayne is weird. I believe Titus is aware of the occurrence. Okay. Somebody else who's, oh man, that's really reminding me of some other actors. Let's play it again. See uh, if we can figure it out. I believe Titus is aware of the occurrence. Yeah. What is that? It's familiar. Yeah. Recurrence. Yeah. It's, it's not. Uh, I'm not thinking of the Galaxy Quest guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh maybe. No, we give up. No, we, we think you're great for coming to. I love that guy. Oh, he's so best, good. best voice. Hey, ever. that's getting. Yeah. There's a series getting made about that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how that'll be. That's a good con- enough. It's concerning a little because you oh, know really? right. It's a little bit of a like an amazing accident that it all worked. That movie. Like, it's just yeah. so good and great for what it is and when it was and who was in it. I don't know how you recreate that. You don't have, you know, what's-his-name's dead, so Snape's not around. You don't, I mean, it's not, It's not. I don't even think it's the cast. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. I, okay. Hey, hey, whoever's making that, impress me. Do like Fargo. Make me make me a believer. Make me believe. Yeah. Do make like Fargo. All right, here's, um, make me believe. I wrote, these guys are rad, and I still, I stand by it. We have a name, Dunleavy. I love those lizard guys. I was trying to figure out were they lizards and if not, were they supposed to be dinosaurs and are they the natural enemies of the humans, which they they just bees suggested at the beginning. So yeah, just bees. They don't like bees. bees. Yeah. They're afraid of bees. Okay. No, they, I think they, I mean, whatever they were doing there, they went for this look that was, you know, obviously they were winged. So they kind of had a dragon quality to them. Uh, or gargoyle sort of, but their faces were very much lizard folk. And that just looked off. Oh man. I just, they looked amazing. They were a very good foe. Yeah. Really good, good CGI. Really good mocap. That stuff was really good. Uh, we have a name. I don't remember what that is. So here it is. We have a name. Oh, that's just them saying that we have a name. <laughs> They're just cool. We have a name. Mm. Yeah. Uh, his accent goes and stays. Oh, that's the other thing. We didn't even talk about this. Uh, Chatham Tanning's uh, voice has an accent sometimes, and later it doesn't. It goes all over the place. 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah, he kind of sound, tried to sound a little British in the beginning, and then later he lost it, and it was very Princess Leia going on. But it was it was mostly due to his inability to maintain anything consistent with that insert they had in his jaw, yeah. right? Yeah. Give him that canine look. I don't think they needed it. I don't know no, why no. they thought that was important. But maybe Can we call him Canine Tatum? That feels right. Yeah, Canine Tatum. Sure. Pretty good, pretty good. My name is Jeff. All right, I'm going to play this now. Uh, his accent stays and goes. Here you go. It can be difficult for Terses or people from underdeveloped worlds to hear that their planet is not the only inhabited planet in the verse. So he's just a little on the edge of the British, and then later the it goes away completely, and then early on it's bad. Yeah, I'm with you, but I need to know more about the lingo of this movie because he's, like, I was just offended. He was spliced with an English setter. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was an English bee. Oh, no, wait, no, he was the dog. No, no. no. He was there, dogman. There are no English bees. Uh, <laughs> here's a yelling, somebody yelling, don't, sort of. Here it is. Don't! All right. Oh, that is a good, that is a good yeah. homer. I think that was the brother, <laughs> that was the smarmy, sexy brother. Oh, yeah, when he when he realized he bought the Titus. TV and. Yeah. Oh, 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 the, the smart royal brother. Royal brother, yeah, the, not yeah. the TV one. Yeah. The cousin. Oh! <laughs> oh, the cousin, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was the cousin. <laughs> Uh, all right, we played this at the top. I'll play it again. Up is hard, down is easy. Thank you. Also, that was bullshit. Like everything did about that, those skates was just utter physics ever, garbage. And they never paid off either. Up is hard, down is. Well, I mean, I, I I get falling is easier, but I mean, was that it? That's it. That's that the whole. Entire... That's that's all you get. Okay. Yeah. That was a joke. Yeah, he was right. I was expecting something <laughs> like that, you know. And by the way, if you have if you have access to that technology, you are insanely powerful. And I don't understand why you're not using it. Like that that kind of uh, control over gravity, mm-hmm. you could just like right, right. make it into a boxing glove, punch someone into the sun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's kind of silly that you would constrain it to. Uh, I, and I I needed those boots to be like special boots that he obtained from some quest you know i i don't feel like everybody should have those oh. boots right, right right well he's the only like, one that no seemed to he got like the kessel run kind of thing like, right and you yeah. know, some sort of lore behind the boots but just the idea that he had to, to move on them he had to pretend like they were skates and like press down and, yeah. and then move the next leg forward and press down is that's ridiculous i also think they should have given yeah. him some kind of like he needed some kind of they kept flipping back and forth on whether or not he could manage space or not because sometimes he would fly up and be on a ship and try to enter a ship even when he's going out of the atmosphere i'm like well can he you know well, handle and, yeah, space and then somewhat the void and then like when yeah when they when they throw him out an airlock they, yeah they're, they're he conveniently gets thrown out with a bunch of iron man suits right? <laughs> and it's like no one no hey, one only- inside the ship goes oh no we yeah. just threw him out with a Let's let's well, no, okay. See, we got to turn around that's and a little shoot different. him. He kicked the he kicked that panel on his way yeah. out, and that had the suits in it, but still way too convenient. But why I'm, I'm he had like he had like fifteen suits floating around, and he has jet boots. I don't understand why he didn't go collect them all and use them all. <laughs> when they got picked up, there were still like twelve of them sitting around. I'm like, what are you doing? Why yeah, it was that stuff's dumb. And plus, you know, he should freeze on in, in, as soon as he hits that yes. lack yes. of it's, anything. There was a lot. There was way too long of just the floating in space trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. It's like, a oh, no. movie it doesn't last that long. Yeah. It's a movie that never stops and asks the question, "What is going to capture the audience's imagination?" and then lean into that at all. Right. 
Right. And like uh, all these little things are, are what captured our imagination and we just breeze past them over and over. Yeah. It was a little, everyone that complained so loudly about Prin- that princess Leia moment in uh, the last star Wars movie probably hated this scene because this right. is even worse. Oh, right. At least she got a little crystalline cold, you well, know, and, and, and she has the also force. Has, she also has magic. Yeah. Like, she has the force. Real serious <laughs> magic. Whereas this is just, uh, like I say, why wouldn't they just turn the ship around and shoot him in in that moment? Like they could see clearly. Oh crap! We we gave him an easy way to survive. Yep, mm-hmm. this is true. All right, here's a thing about bees again. You've never been stung by a bee, have you? No, oh, that's how you know. You know, I feel like Mila Kunis would have been around long enough, especially in Chicago. They would have been in some building with a big nest of bees, and the bees would have danced around her, and she would have noticed this behavior before she's 26 and goes to that guy's house. Like right. this would, it's not just, that they don't sting her. They dance around her and she gets to float with them and like move her <laughs> arms around and they do little cool, little wavy things like, come on. Yeah. It was a beautiful potential. Like Randy said, they, they gave us all this possibility, but they never really hung around and paid it off. Right. I guess so. Here's some nonsense. Two million pixels of resolution. Uh huh. Your console. <laughs> you're talking about your console in the wrong way there, cousin. You got it all right. wrong, buddy. Two million pixels of resolution. He doesn't even know what he's saying. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. My, no, I'm, I'm staring yeah. at a monitor now that's like four times that, and it's just a monitor. I'm not playing a console. You an idiot. Yeah, blew his money. Yeah, that's dumb. Hey, he wasn't smart. Um, yeah, well, but let's just, I mean, let's just finish that off. A two million megapixel image, a, a two point, a two megapixel image. Yeah, it's a two, a two megapixel. megapixel image. That's. It's, that's two million pixels. A two megapixel image is something that I could make with a digital camera twenty years ago. Yeah, like the ones we make now are, you know, ridiculous. What are we? Fifteen megapixels on the current phones or something? Like, sure what is he even talking that, yeah. about? But also, just in relation to his to his console, you don't talk about consoles in pixel resolution, and, unless you're the, talking about well, yeah. this game plays at 1080p. So the oh, I hate the it resolution <laughs> I can I'm looking at resolutions. The one that comes closest to two million pixels is 1600 by 1200. That common standard uh-huh. of right. resolution. And he was playing a, a PS4. This is 2015. Those were out. He was playing a PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4s. You 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 don't you don't quantify that stuff in pixels. You quantify it in other things. Teraflops. Freaking. <laughs> How many polygons can you have on screen 1080, at once? 1080p. Right. How many shaders can be active at once? Like this guy. We'll you a bunch of nerds. Nobody wanted to talk about that during this movie. I know, and they I hate to it. Talk, they wanted to talk about people and how how it is similar to harvesting eggs and. Well, see that. Say they broke two movies. rules. Then they didn't need that guy at all. And then right. even though they decided to have that guy, they didn't need that moment at all. Right. On top you know, of they not don't feel a, him. They don't feel a thing. Right. Is what they said about the harvesting the people. So we were we addressing you know uh, abortion and that kind of stuff. No. I mean, just from the know. other side. Or maybe they were. I don't know. Uh, well, Brian, you've gone you've gone deeper than I expected. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we were talking about pixels. I was just you know <laughs> curious about you know extra sure. kind of pixels. Sure, pixels. <laughs> it's fantastic. I, there was so much. There was so much non connective tissue in this movie that I I've, I've struggled to connect things. Yeah, there's like, no there's no at one point in time the the sister was was walking around and she was talking about something and she was eating eggs. And I'm like, what is this egg thing? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't bring that up because they gave me hell about the water in Minority Report. So. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? What does I'll it mean? You, 
I'll tell you what the most offensive part of the two million pixels thing is. I'm I'm, I'm like <laughs> because I'm looking at a monitor right now that I've had for a while. That's uh, twenty five sixty by ten eighty, right? So yeah. that's two point right. seven million pixels. Yeah. And what's offensive about it is that the guy needed ten thousand dollars to get it. Right. That's what's offensive. That's about very it. offensive. Oh, everything about him is offensive. But, you know, we, we know he was irresponsible with his money, so that that fits. He's that tracks. Yeah, yeah. Worthless. So so he could get a credit card or something? Because I didn't understand it. So he was, they're right. terribly, I mean, not not just poor, like beyond poor, I right? I guess, yeah. Cinderella. And so like, where, did, where did he get a credit card, or did he go get loan shark money? It was it was a story that was I'm thinking loan shark money because the, the fear he had wasn't from like, oh, man, the bill's going to come, and I'm not going to be able to pay for it. It was like, right, oh, right. crap, I'm not going to be able to pay the right. guy who gave me the money to buy this thing. Right. Don't touch my stuff! <laughs> Another very disjointed moment for me, and I forgot to mention this earlier, was when she saw the blonde getting, getting um, mesmerized Probed. and picked up by the probing aliens. And then one, of the, and then the phone rang, and the aliens t- all turn, and then they leap at her, and the yeah. screen goes bright white, and then fades, and then nothing happened. If well, they, you, if they you can be invisible, yeah. If you can be invisible, you don't ever be visible. That's that is that is the dumbest trope. If seriously, <laughs> if you can be invisible. You just always just don't, are. Yeah, invisible. don't be visible. You don't need to be. Well, but, what if or, you're visible when you're startled why. by a ringtone? Yeah, what? Right. <laughs> That's the rules. It's space. We can't make yes. these. We don't make these rules. But right. hold on, though. But my my point is, all of that is true. But I'm what I'm saying is, if they leaped on her and then it all faded out, but then she's acting like everything's okay. Yeah, they met in Blackter. Oh, yeah. is that what that was supposed to imply? Yeah. She yeah. still had the photo on her phone. And that's why she was looking at going, what the heck is this? Oh. But she doesn't remember anything that happened. They didn't yeah. do a yeah. very she good job and there. Then, and then she great. says the most famous line from the film. Did you flashy thing me? Did you flashy <laughs> thing me? <laughs> flashy well, thing. I didn't understand that. Why Why were they, why would the, why was everybody tr- trying so hard to keep the humans in the dark to the point that they were going to flash everybody in the city so that they can yeah. repair the Fix building. Chicago. Same yeah. reason that they I'm do like, it in the uh, Harry Potter movie. Same reason in Men in Black. They've got nefarious plans here. Right. And in this case, they want to harvest everybody to make genetic material to keep everyone alive up in Jupiter and in space. So right. everybody needs to not know this is happening. And that's why people only have memories or glimpses that I think I, was a, I think an alien came to my room last night. So like they're kind of retconning right. all of... You know, it's, it's kind of like how uh, Stargate retcons all of Egyptian uh, mythology. It's right. like saying, hey, all this stuff you've been studying for your thousands of years, guess what? It's all because an alien named Ra came down here and, and influenced everybody. So, yeah, it's a weird, I don't know. I, they succeeded in some ways in that. In other ways, it annoyed me. Mostly annoyed me, but I still had a good time. All right, she, she loved bees. She loved bees. Okay, that's all. <laughs> I love it when the thing you say is the text or is the exact uh, verbatim of the sound. She loved bees. She loved bees. She loved bees. I love him. Sean yeah. B. We should call him Sean Bees, not Sean Bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there goes my Twitter post. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Beans, millions of beans. Beans. Uh, all right, here we go. Lizard says, Yes, my lord. Yes, my lord. Oh, he's so cool. They're so cool. All right, here's Bob. I am intergalactic advocate Bob. All right, there's Bob. Ned Stark says something. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's right before Ned Stark lost his head. Uh-oh. Oh, spoiler, by the way, spoiler. Uh, current, oh, I don't know what this is. We are aware of all current legalities. Oh, yeah, that little weird dude. He was great. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's too bad he has such a shoddy record of films. Right. <laughs> such the things that he's known for, not things that he's known for. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some something about toilet cleaning. My mother never cleaned the toilet in her life. Oh yeah. Eddie Redmayne doing his uh, thing. You know, that's the part that kind of really like them knowing what toilets are. I just <laughs> don't imagine such a technically advanced people would be using words like toilets. I heard this and thought of you. Three shells. <laughs> I right. thought of you when I heard it because I thought it would have the same discordant effect on you as it did me. Because yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking when you're in this operatic space place like Dune right. is or anything yeah. else, you expect people to have different methods, different stuff than just say my mom never cleaned a toilet. It really does yeah, go yeah. against the, the the veneer you've created. I, I agree. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is the... Gr- okay, we're toward the end here. This is the grumpy aunt. Jupiter, get up. Make the coffee. Jupiter. Jupiter, get Jupiter. up. Jupiter. Make the coffee. <laughs> I don't know get why up. that made me laugh, but it did. Jupiter. Uh, all right. Does he get a oh? Does he need a big television? There's the there's the that guy, and then finally, how is he with a mop? All right, great. Mm. You were all wonderful people in that movie. Well done. Good, good fake Russian accent. Yeah. This film. Good job. Time for this. It's the film sack checklist. Ned Stark didn't die. Check. Bee House made me uncomfortable. Check. 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 And finally, flying lizards are rad. Check. Hey, we got a Star Trek connection, and it's only one dude. Michael Giacchino, or however you say his name, did the oh, music. Yeah. And the music is great. Music is great. It's a excellent Fantastic. score, and he's an awesome score, dude. And he scored the uh, <laughs> 2009 and follow-up uh, Star Trek revisits, uh, the new movies, the J.J. Verse stuff. By the way, 10-year anniversary of uh, the first new Star Trek film. And if you'd wow. asked me 10 years ago, after seeing and hearing that movie, if there were going to only ever be two of them, I would have said, ha, 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 there will be seven of them. Well, there is. I really mm. thought it was that great. And it was the start of something great. There I are don't th- understand how everything went so There wrong. are three. And uh, the third is my favorite. I know that's not yeah. the popular yeah. opinion, but I think mm-hmm. that's the most Star Trek-y of the three. And I love I it. Think, yeah. I agree I like with Scott there. Three is yeah. a good one. Yeah. Three is a good one. It's different. By the way, I had drinks with Michael Giacchino, and I don't still don't know how to pronounce his last name in the bar at Mandalay Bay. Is it Giacchino or not Giacchino? Yeah. Or no, you okay. just said it right. All right. Uh, in the uh, the bar in the center of Mandalay Bay, uh, while Lost was going on, but before any of the Star Trek stuff. So I guess what two thousand seven, two thousand eight, probably. Yeah, a couple years right. before all that stuff hit for him. Yeah. Yep, and he couldn't tell me anything about Lost back then. Yeah. Oh, did you ask him? <laughs> I did. Yeah. What, what'd you I say? Said, like, so you know so, uh, he's like, he's like, well, I I only know a little bit. And I can't even talk about that. Oh, it's too bad. I hear he's super nice. Sounds like he is. He is really nice. He's really nice. He let my. The reason I know him is because he was friends with the CEO of the newspaper sales software company, and he was letting my my, you know, that boss it wasn't my boss at the time. I'd already left to do podcasting full time. Yeah. Uh, he was letting him sleep on his couch in L.A. while he was out there. Oh so, wow. Yeah, so my 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 boss James, former boss James, was crashing on Michael Giacchino's couch because they knew each other from from like pre Felicity days. And the rest is history. I just want to come back to this. (laughs) How did J.J. Abrams only direct two Star Trek films? He got got bored. He went and made Star Wars. 
He wanted to make Star Wars after that. He didn't. Star Trek was never his thing, which he said. He he'd always said yeah, growing yeah. up, it wasn't his jam. So he was kind of bringing it to a modern place that, you know, that second one was not great. And I didn't care for the second one. Yeah, at all. the second one's Into like, Darkness. Oh, yeah, the, Into right, Darkness the, is the troublesome. Con remake. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then there's other stuff floating around, and like what's his name dying of that horrible accident. Um, yeah. Check he was, Anton Yeltsin. Yeah, he's great. Wait, or not Yeltsin. Me, uh, Anton I actually right? want to reboot my amazement. Uh, because, I, <laughs> I, because I agree with you guys that Star Trek Beyond is a good movie. Mm-hmm. How how are we not staring down the barrel of more Justin Lin Star Trek movies? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's the other thing that's good. supposed to be... Well, okay, so the, all the rumors floating around about the Tarantino-directed Trek are apparently that's happening. Like that's a right. legit thing that's locked Still. in. Okay. Um, and then I don't know about Justin Lim, but I'd love to see him return to the series. He's great. He did a great job. We great. we know him from what? Mostly the Fast and the Furious, or what do we know him from? That's specifically from. Fast and the Furious Six. That's that's like the movie that where he like put his stamp on the whole thing. Justin and Lim. so now he gets to make a lot more, right? He's he's like set to make at least two more Fast and the Furious movies. Right. Uh, let's see, director. I'm just seeing what he's done since then. He's got some mostly. Oh, that. he's doing that Jeremy Renner Born sequel thing, which I also un, the unpopular opinion I have, which is that I like that movie. I liked it a lot. What? There's a new Highlander, right? Yeah. Well, but but wait, 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 wait. Jeremy Renner is making Born movies about 15 years after he should have. That's weird. Well, I don't know about 15 years, but. I mean, the last one yeah. he did was what? When was that? That was born. What was that called? The the spinoff. Born, the born uh, ultimatum. Ultimatum. Ultimate board board ultimato. I think is what it was. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's all guess how old Jeremy Renner is. Everybody go. Forty. Don't look. Four. Forty-five. Oh, Forty-eight. Oh, Brian Ibbett wins. Oh, there yeah. you go. Forty-eight. Well, that's fine. Freaking Tom Cruise is fifty-five or something. That's fine. And well, he's, he's Tom Cruise is 65. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know how old he is. <laughs> Lots of cool actors are in their 50s. It's fine. Let them do it. So yeah. since since Scott and Brian Dunaway guest uh, ages on Tom Cruise, you want to give it a go, Ibit? Oh, sure. Tom Cruise, uh, boy, he's in his, isn't he in his like late 50s, early 60s, 61? So, so we have 55 and 65. You just need to pick a yeah. number. Uh, 61. <laughs> Oh, he's oh, not in his 60s not yet. Quite. He's uh, 57. Yeah. He's oh, not, really? Okay. Not in his 60s. That would be weird. Why is that weird? I it's don't like know. Three years from now, because it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> exactly. Have you have you ever noticed the difference between a 55 year old and a 60 year old? It's pretty stark. Yeah, all the time, I'm like, oh my god, what are you? <laughs> what? Like, boy, those uh, <laughs> that that day just came, and all of a sudden you're right. decrepit and unable to. <laughs> right. We yeah. do age faster as we get older. You're right, Scott. Yeah, but- that's true. Uh, but oh justin lynn made fast and furious tokyo drift my favorite of those movies oh i didn't know he did drift yeah all right let's uh talk about that some other time he's also making a shallow <laughs> uh, a sh- uh, untitled shaolin yeah, temple credits. remake what's shaolin temple i don't even know what that is is that a bruce lee business hold on is that uh are you mean like uh it's a remake yeah it's a re it says it's a remake set during the transition between the Sioux dynasty and the tang dynasty uh, when the Tang Emperor made everyone drink an orange drink. Just kidding. Tang! Uh, the son of one of his slave workers escapes to the temple, trains in Kung Fu, and sets out to kill the traitor. It's it's probably based that on some old movie. That was an 82 uh, Jet Li movie? 
Maybe. Or it could be one from 76. Oh, no, you're right. 82 Jet Li movie. You're right. That's the one. Yeah. I've seen this one. I'm in. Whatever. I don't care. I like a kung fu movie. Sign me up. Anyways, where was I? Oh. I I just, like, I want everyone to guess how old Jet Li was in 82. Uh, He was 17. 19. 21. I'll say 19. He was 19. Oh, 19. 19. I got it. Nick's age. That's crazy. That's uh, that's a that's a young man making an yeah, action movie. I agree. What's he doing now? Anything? Does he got going anything? You know he's got oh, yeah. I mean, he was in the the Uncredibles or what were they called? <laughs> the discredited. The Expendables. The Expendables. The Expendables Three. <laughs> yes, I remember. I remember hearing that Jet Li retired. Oh, yeah, he maybe. did retire, but then he, he from martial arts films, right? Oh, really? Things uh, of martial arts. What films. else is he gonna oh, do? I think. What's his Rom-coms. What's his other talent? You know, <laughs> rom coms. I mean, the answer the answer to the question though is he's going to go relax on a bed of money. Like it, it's right. shocking to me how rarely someone just like, okay, I'm 55 now. I'm going to retire because I can. Oh, mm-hmm. he's in Mulan. The, he's the emperor in the new Mulan movie. Oh, in the, the live action. action. Uh, yeah, Mulan. I'm down with that. That's cool. I'm actually looking forward to that. I want to see if that's any good or not. Yeah. I'm a fan of the animated one. Anyway, all right. Uh, hey, uh, hey, oh. I like to be a I like to be a, a winner at contest, and I'm reading this Jet Li movies. Apparently, he he uh, filmed the Shaolin Temple when he was 17, so it came out when he was older. Though. Yeah, two years later. I, I'm just I'm just saying I was right. That's pretty impressive. Just, you are right. Yeah. You're always right. I in mean, my Babel, heart. Babel Royale right here. I can't allow Scott to win anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. It used to be okay, but not anymore. That's right. Tune in Wednesday for another chance to win. There you go. <laughs> Uh, hey, let's do uh, let's do the Twitter post. This is where we sum this movie up in 280 characters or less. And today, out of nowhere, we begin with Randy. Jupiter ascending. Take Made in Manhattan. Cross it with the Matrix. Subtract anything that people might consider new, and then bring it all to a screeching halt and watch a supermodel-shaped woman move around in her underwear until some dudes show up and grab her. Wow. Just like a Saturday night. Episode. Nice. <laughs> there it went. I thought she was Tuppence Middleton, but that's not her. The sister is Tuppence Middleton, uh, the, the the evil is, space sister, right? Yes. Tuppence, yeah. Tuppence Middleton is the best name. Oh, it's, it's the most, the most British, British name. name. Oh, yeah. 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 You're she, made, if you you're, know, the only way she could be more British is if she was called Elizabeth Von Crumpet or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love it. Man. I think she's cool. Except for the Von. Except for the Von. That, that Von wouldn't be very British. She, she's very good. Uh, all right, where was I? I? Okay, yeah. yes, it would. The, <laughs> the British are overrun with Germanic names. The okay, there freaking, you go. I stand that it stands. Uh-huh. Queen's family was originally named Habsburg. Oh, well, then there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, next up, we got, uh, who do we have? Brian Dunaway. Uh, Jupiter ascending. Please make Sean Bean a bee so he can fly far, far away from this movie. Sean B. <laughs> Dang it, Scott! You know what? You know what? I'm just going to give the whole thing to Gleb's crew. Uh, I'm sorry I stole your thing, by the way. Gleb's crew. What's Gleb's crew? That's what I said. What, what's that? Oh, Gleb's, Gleb's crew. He says, you know what? You want money? I'm not giving it to you. I'm just giving the thing to Gleb's crew. Oh, was this in the movie? When they were sitting, yeah, when they were sitting at the uh, at the table. And, oh. And he was giving Mila Kunis a hard time about uh, about uh, the, the money that she wanted, and they were having a little... Russian family oh, spat. Oh, right, right, right. And yes. uh, he was threatening to take it. You can't have the money. You can't have it. Give me my money. 
<laughs> Keep hardly mine. Ah, uh, one of the fine films that we watched. All right. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Jupiter Ascending. I give it three and a half elements. Oh! Okay, that probably wins. That's really good. Nice job on that. There's five. Yeah. So yeah, we so got I three give it three out and a half. Yeah, three and a half out yeah. of five. Yeah. That's a joke. Uh, yeah, that's literally the joke. Oh, that's a solid three and a half out of five. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Now this. I have just been handed a small three by five card, and on it are written the alternate titles for this film. These didn't make it, though. They ended up going at Jupiter Ascending. Uh, it was almost roller skating werewolves from space, but they thought mm. that was too B-movie, so they pulled back from that. And uh, the other option was testicles descending. All right, moving on. Ah. <laughs> hey, today it's not an email, it's a phone call. 801-471-0462 is the voicemail <laughs> line. If you call and leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the show. You can also send us emails at filmsack at gmail.com. Here is that call, and it's a correction. Hey, Scott. Brian, Brian, and Randy, this is Craig. I'm calling about going <laughs> hey, back Craig. episode, the Poltergeist 2-1. Calling from my work truck because you guys drove me bonkers, and I knew that I would forget to uh, Twitter you. So, Skin of Evil, the one that you were talking about where it's Riker and uh, Deanna, and she's stuck in the shuttlecraft, that is the Tasha Yar episode. All three of those things happen in the same episode, Skin of Evil. So please, to set the record straight, the Tasha Yar episode is Skin of Evil, which is also the Riker Riker getting eaten by the blob and also Troy being stuck in the shuttlecraft. All right, thanks. Love the show, though. Love it. (laughs) Now, is this the Craig? Except he said Riker getting eaten by the blob. Oh, yeah, he messed that up. Wait, did Riker? So we're going to correct you. They started eating Riker, though. That, that, That did happen. I think that's what he means. Oh, um, right, okay. So uh, that's Craig from that Nerdtacular. Yeah, where, yeah. yeah. Craig! Yeah, Craig. We love Craig. Yeah. Craig's the best. I love the fact that, that, you know, this many years later, he's still using it, and he should. He he, he was star of uh, Frog Pants All-Stars that day. Yeah. yeah, go to your grave with Craig on your lips. Yep. In fact, when someone says, what are your final words, Grandpa Craig, I want you to go, <laughs> Craig! His, his tombstone will read, Craig! <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, by the way, our and, and uh, I wasn't gonna say. Oh, just thanks for that call. Hey, our next movie, Dante's Peak, a movie that we were all sure we'd yes. seen, but we haven't yet, so we're doing it. <laughs> Dante's Peak. I don't remember a thing about Dante's Peak other no. than it exists and that it's uh, Pierce. I Brosnan remember Bond. row, yeah. row, row your boat. Okay. Really? That's a thing in this? Okay. Absolutely. I could have swore we discussed this before. That's the reason why I thought we had seen the movie. My memory is that his hair is big. It's big hair for Pierce Brosnan. Uh, for Brosnan? Yeah. For Remington Steel? That's the only memory I have. Oh, and that, um, what's her name's in it? Um, I forgot her name now. Linda Hamilton? Linda Hamilton, Hamilton? yeah. Yeah, I couldn't even remember that. Terminator She's connection. at the theater. She's at the theater right now being she all... She is. Yeah, it's all tough and buff. Brian saw yeah, that. He, he liked it. You enjoyed that. I did movie. see Fart Date, and it was really good. Yeah, Terminator Fart Date. Terminator Fart Date. <laughs> Not, oh, Dark Fate. Uh, oh, oh, okay. oh, 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 oh. I see. That's right. So, looking forward to that. That'll be next week, right here on your favorite podcast. That's called Film Sack. Uh, <laughs> the, 
That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Filmsack.com. Oh, apologies, by the way, to anybody out there who watched Tears of the Sun. We vetoed it because it turns out it's just not great for us and what we do. Apologies also to anybody who's involved in that film, whether it's the cast or the crew. Uh, (laughs) You're just kind of boring. You're fine. You're whatever you are, but you're just a milk toast by the numbers movie that wasn't very (laughs) film sacky. So uh, I loved Antoine Fuqua. I still love his movies. I'll, I'll give him a pass on that one. It's fine. Uh, anyway, we, we try not to screw you guys up too much with vetoes, but you know, we do have that power. We have to use the veto power occasionally or else why do we have it? Uh, anyway, we will not deviate from Dante's peak though. That I can guarantee hundred percent fits. It is a square peg in our square hole. If you know what I'm saying. Mm -mm. All right. Ouch. Film sack. It does hurt the film. The square peg is not the the most. Why is Why is my hole square? (laughs) Because you don't have enough, uh, (laughs) petroleum jelly. You need to get more of that. Ah. Yeah. He'll be fine. Filmsack.com is our website. Our voicemail line is 801-471-0462, filmsack at gmail.com for those emails, and you can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. And while you're out there, leave us reviews wherever you get the show. It really helps us out a lot, and we totally appreciate it. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Bees don't lie. We'll see, we'll see you next time. It's not true, though. They do lie. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. They're all gonna laugh at you. No, whoops, I didn't change it from last time. (laughs) No, but perfect. That should be on every other episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.